Hello. Hello. Don't that talk back. I'm Dale. I'm Dan. Reading the Bible for the first time. And I don't know why we do that. I think people know that you must be Dale and, and that you're not dad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking. I have no response. I could be dad these days. Oh, yeah. Your name could. That's right. Okay. <laughs> I stand corrected. Dell is a masculine name. Dell, it is. Maybe dad is a very dad. masculine name. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. We're on Matthew chapter five. All right. I have three three questions with some sub questions in each. Matthew chapter five. Uh, well, the end of chapter four, disciple, or sorry, end of chapter four, um, he just came from gaining popularity. He started teaching and preaching after picking up Simon and Andrew and the others. Um, and then at the start of chapter five, he retreats to the mountain mm. and disciples follow him mm. and he says the Beatitudes. Okay. Um, first, of, I have a few questions about this. Obviously, the Beatitudes are really dense, and I, I don't think I'll ask much about them because okay. there's plenty of teachings. But why do you think he said them in this context? Like, he has to retreat and keep them privately, and then he goes into this long thing for the next few chapters to them privately. Yeah. Why Why like that? He's training his called disciples now. Okay. And, and those are just, those are the only ones there. It's not the masses there. Okay, I will ask, this is a question later, but it ends the sermon, this is the Sermon on the Mount, right? Yeah. It ends it by saying the multitudes left. <laughs> so it, it it makes it seem like people kept coming to listen to this. And Maybe they a did. Crowd by the end. Perhaps. Don't okay. know. Well, it doesn't say, and more and more people joined. Yeah, it just starts with the disciples only, and then yeah. it ends with multitudes. Yeah. So, anyway. It seems like, having not read it, but it seems like uh, they had to escape so that they could talk quietly, and then people started to join them. But it starts off with him teaching the Beatitudes. To Beatitudes are the, the blesseds mm -hmm. in the first part of chapter 5. Why are they called Beatitudes? Because it means blessed. Because he says, oh. blessed are you. Blessed are you. Right. Okay. And it's just funny to me because he had like popularity and these are like the major things. These are like major principles that he's teaching. I just yeah. don't know why he didn't say it to everybody. He was training. So it could have been a Socratic dialogue between them. We read between the lines. I don't know. But the other thing was, is he wouldn't. Uh, Isaiah prophesied that he wouldn't be a guy standing on a street corner screaming. Hmm. Yeah. He was someone, he came to teach them to take the message out. And, and the reason is, is because they would witness everything he did. They'd be a witness to his miracles. They'd be a witness to his teachings. And then they would be a witness to his resurrection, which was the key. Hmm. And so all of it was so that they, he could keep them together and teach them along the way. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, I, I'm going to ask this question later, but I want to ask now, like, <laughs> like why it's this is a really specific example that is confusing to me with your your teachings of fulfillment. And like this letter was to them, then the, he was talking to these people at that time. Like he was literally talking to a specific set of people here. Yeah. And, but he's talking about the most referenced 
principles in all of Christianity, yeah. like even things that you draw from sure. are lessons taught here. Right. Why, how, why, how can you justify that? Why is that not just for those people, for those people he's training to get, you know, why, how can we apply this to us? I, I don't have a, a, an ability to justify my view of that because I personally believe that the, the scripture you're reading is alive by the spirit when you read it mm. and that the principles of the Beatitudes transfer from that time 2000 years ago at a teaching he was given to his 12 mm -hmm. to you today. Oh, to you sorry. today and so uh that's how i would see it i can't uh, you know a lot of people say oh no they, they're called io israel only mm. they say obviously this was only to them why are we reading it that's what they say mm. but uh, i step back from that and i say i think the word of god is a valuable gift and the only reason i say that is because it's affected my life and helped me understand him better now, people can disregard that when they really see the context mm -hmm. and they can say, I'm I.O. It's only for them. And we have friends who are that way. But um, I think that is overlooking uh, the process that's involved in Scripture and how God brings us to maturity, mm -hmm. which is which are those things we talked about a few shows ago. Mm -hmm. OK, that helps. And there are probably some moments in here where he's talking just to them and it's like less applicable to us. Definitely. Often, even just in the Sermon on the Mount. Yeah. Which is why I think we mentioned this in the early shows, the Gospels are really not reflective of Jesus' message to us today. That They are telling us the history about what happened and we can gather spiritual principles from them. Mm -hmm. But they were all to Jews. The Gospels are reflecting Jesus' ministry to Jews, and we just can't relate to that completely. Mm. Paul's the one who brings us into how it applies to Gentiles. I see. So the blessings, the Beatitudes, mm -hmm. how, how was that like profound for Jews at that time, would you say? Um, I think in some ways it reflects what a lot of uh, Psalms and Proverbs say, and maybe there was some reiteration in what was going on there, but he is teaching a way that was actually revolutionary to a Jew's mind. And that day the Jews were looking for an earthly kingdom. Mm -hmm. They had the law, they were right, and they <clears throat> wanted to govern by a, 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 a iron fist. Mm -hmm. And so Jesus' teachings there are different than that message. His teachings are blessed are the meek. Mm -hmm. What do you mean meek? We're going to go to war with Rome in about 70 years. We're not meek. We're going to take over the world. We have God on our side, right? He says, blessed are the meek. Blessed are those who mourn. And, and blessed are those who, uh, all the things he says, right? Yeah. And for, for they shall have X, Y, and Z. Yeah are the things that Jews want. Yeah. So he's just proposing it's the inverse of what how they're doing it together. Yeah, yeah. I see. Because he's teaching them a new way. And when you read those things, those things start to become really difficult to do, mm -hmm. you know? And that's why the road to him is more difficult than the Jews wanted to embrace. Mm -hmm. The other thing about those Beatitudes, I have to point it out, but Please, look, yeah. at, look at, uh, I'm sorry, but look at verse three. It says, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven, right? That's mm -hmm. the first thing he says. Mm -hmm. So he starts off and he says, if you're poor in spirit, 
Yours is the kingdom of heaven. Mm -hmm. And then the next one is shall be, shall be, shall be, shall be. So those are all future things. Mm -hmm. And if you go through all those things and you accept them and you grow and you mature, and then at the end, the last one he gives is persecution. And he says, there's is again. So whether you're a babe in him in faith or you're a mature Christian, yours is the kingdom of heaven. Amen. If you're a thief on the cross or you're somebody who's gone through persecution, yours is the kingdom of heaven. Amen. Do you get to see how that is? Yeah, but these other things that he says are just... Future promises. Shall be. In the face of like maturing? Yeah. Okay. He's describing a process of maturing in the faith there. Amen. And we do a whole teaching on that. It's what the fourth dimension Christian's on. It's a process and it begins sort of in that order, ending with being persecuted for righteousness sake. Mm -hmm. And when you're able to face that man, you've really grown mm -hmm. because geez. So it's a process there. There's a formula there actually. Yeah. It almost, yeah. Like I, I, I would say that I'm probably in this mourning moment. Yeah. Because what you're mourning is my old life. Yeah. I've come to know Jesus and I'm mourning over everything I've thought. Yes. That's a great example. And that when it like leads to. Yes. Yes. Which leads to hunger and thirsting. That's really interesting. Isn't it? It's an amazing teaching. That's why they call him the master teacher. And if you take time to really digest the word like you're doing right now, that's when it starts to by the spirit open up and you're like, oh, mm -hmm. get it? Yeah. Yeah. Because how many people read those and are just like, blessed are the blessed are the blessed, mm -hmm. and they don't get it. But it is a process and it, it always ends with you being persecuted. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. what happens is you fail then. He does, gives a lot of information to being persecuted and they'll be persecute you and they'll say all kind of evil against you. Great is your reward in heaven. So, so persecute the prophets. And what happens when most of us get persecuted for righteousness sake? We get angry. We lose our faith in terms of how we live it. And we go back to mourning. Mm. So it's an infinity cycle. You go back to mourning. You've mm. seen me do that in the past month mm -hmm. where I mourned over my flesh rising up. Mm. Right? Yeah. I was persecuted and I, or I thought I was. Right? Mm -hmm. So get it? Yeah, that's really interesting. That's why I would understand. This is how I would understand you calling the word living because you can continue to read it and like, it opens see up these different moments. Yeah. And learn from it in those different ways. Forever. Which, yeah. Some people say that happens to me every time I read Les yeah. Miserables, right? Uh, yeah, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what to say. This just has profound principles to it. Okay. Um, okay, so then Jesus says more things a lot of things a like lot so of much. things i like don't know what to touch on right what can you minutes. say oh what is your are we done didn't start it <laughs> what what you didn't start the recording the oh who cares 10 minutes now all right. from here on out all right yeah that's correct 10 minutes okay keep going sorry what were, a, lot were a lot of things a lot of things right and 20 minutes um constricts me a little bit but i wanted to point out jesus says i came not to destroy but to fulfill yeah 
till heaven and earth pass away, one jaw or one tittle shall in no wise pass, in no wise pass away from the law till all things be accomplished. Yeah. Okay. So, like, why does he have to specify that? I feel like, like, are people perceiving him as destroying things? Like, yeah, what they is see him as a rebel. Okay. They see him as a, 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 a insurrectionist going against the established way. Okay. And he said, I didn't come to destroy it. I okay. came to fulfill it. How does he fulfill it? He's fulfilling the law through his own life of obedience. Okay. So he fulfills the law completely in himself. Okay. Does what's required by the law. So the law is abolished. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. And and according to him, the law is not even having lust in your eye towards someone. Like not just not committing adultery, but not having lust in your eye. Yeah. So he's fulfilled it entirely. Right. Is there any way to like know that? Like you don't really know what's what his heart is or what his, his heart? mind is. Oh, oh no, you you. Do you? Uh, no, no, no. We don't, we don't know what happened. We we don't him. know, but we know he was tempted all things, so he was uh, tempted with lust. Like he had to face that thought. Yes. Yeah. He he faced the thought of molesting boys. He fit because he was tempted in all things, but he did not sin. In the temptation so there's no sin in the temptation there's a sin in the action right mm. but he he amplifies what he does is he takes the jewish law mm-hmm. which they were really comfortable in mm-hmm. because it's kind of easy so to speak for some people to say i never committed adultery right yeah so he says oh but they flirted with a bunch of people yeah and in your heart yeah. you were doing it so he says, let me tell you what it re- what this really means and he took the law and he amplified it, mm. which what what that did for a Jew was it says, how can I get to heaven then? Mm-hmm. You're not, and so you can't get to heaven by the law because no one can keep it. But even if you kept a lot of it, the scripture says, if you break one point, you're a lawbreaker. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he amplifies it so much. They say, how can we do it? And his response is with God, with man, it's impossible. Mm-hmm. But with God, all things are possible. Mm-hmm. Meaning, look to me, and by your faith, I will have done all those things on your behalf, and you're justified before God. That's a really fine line, though, that I am think- realizing I get mixed up is temptation versus breaking it. Because breaking it is like, to this very minor degree, if you act on it at all, you're breaking it, right. even in your heart. But the temptation of it kind of feels like that still. It does feel like it. That's because we're in bodies of flesh. He, his, the te- his temptation wasn't that. Wasn't this sort of want for it? or He had a will and he had a human will and he wanted certain things that the father did not. Mm-hmm. And he, But what he did was say, not my will, yours be done. But as a man, he was tempted in all things. So he had those desires. Mm. But God in him led him to not participate in them. So the, our fleshly desires are not what's sinful. The, they, I would say they, are, uh, they aren't of God because God doesn't have them, right? As his weren't of God as well. They were of his flesh. Right, of his flesh, right. Of the man. And so as flesh, as man, as human... He understands us. He understands this, uh, these things that we have. That's why Paul, again, to appeal to him, says, 
With my flesh, I serve the law of sin. Mm. That's what he says. Mm. Uh, you know, but with my mind, the renewed mind, I serve the law of God. Mm. And that's our only hope is that with Christ in us, in our minds, we serve him. Mm. Our flesh, it's always going to be screaming to do something crazy, mm. right? Okay. Okay. <coughs> so, um, uh, and at this point, he says, heaven and earth pass away. Oh, such a good question. I don't know what this means. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> okay. Till heaven and earth pass away. Right. No. So, what does this mean? He says, till heaven and earth pass away, what? One jot or one tittle shall in no wise pass away from the law till all things be accomplished. Okay, so the Jews had the law. Jots and tittles were their little demarcation lines that they had, which are very small and minute. He says, none of it is going to pass. Heaven and earth will pass away. What does he say again? Okay, he says, I came not to destroy, but to fulfill. Right. For I say unto you, till heaven and earth pass away, one jot or okay. one tittle shall in no wise pass away from the law. Okay. So the Jews, this is so important. The Jews saw... Uh, administrations, economies, whatever, as heaven and earth. So God created the Jewish economy under one heaven and earth. Okay. When that Jewish economy would end, then they would have a new heaven and a new earth. Okay. Okay. So the former economy, heaven and earth, was under the law. Okay. Okay. And Jesus says, Heaven and earth will pass. It won't pass away until this economy, this law, this whole thing isn't going to pass away till everything's fulfilled. By who? By him. I will fulfill every jot, every tittle under this old former economy. Remember the circles like this. Under this economy, I will will not pass away until everything's fulfilled. Mm -hmm. And when it was fulfilled, it would pass away, and a new economy would come in. But until it was fulfilled, it was not. Right. It would not pass. It would away. not pass away, and so he was there to fulfill it mm -hmm. through his life. And that, just to be clear mm -hmm. on something you mentioned before, this economy is kingdom of heaven on earth. It was in the sense that they had a kingdom, a material kingdom, but it wasn't. It wasn't kingdom of heaven on earth. It was God's kingdom on earth. Oh. The kingdom of heaven will come in this circle. There's no kingdom of heaven. Not here. No. It's it, just kingdom on earth. It's, it. it's God's kingdom of the people, the nation of Israel, his kingdom, King David and, and all their wars and everything. That was the earthly kingdom. And John said, hey, the kingdom of heaven is coming to replace that. A new economy is coming to replace this former way. So it's literally as if God's kingdom is lived out here and it's moved to heaven. Yeah. That's it right. like changes location right. after the fulfillment. Right. So what happened? What was heaven to them back then? There, it was just the place where God resided, third heaven or whatever they wanted to say. But humans didn't go there. Humans oh. went to Sheol, the covered place. So they weren't part of that, right? And that was like common knowledge. Yeah, that's how the Jews. Why did they live the law if there wasn't this this righteousness to get to heaven at the end of their life? Like, well, there was a righteousness that went, came by faith and living the law that would, when they died, go to paradise part of the covered place. It's called Abraham's bosom. Okay. Okay. That was a good place, okay. but it wasn't with God. Okay. That kingdom of heaven would be established much later. 
But they were all in Abraham's bosom. If you were righteous under the law, if you were not, you went to prison, which was the gnashing of teeth and the dark and all of that. Okay. So just to be clear, first circle. First circle. There's God on his own. There's There's God God on his own. Yeah, I would say that. There's earth with people who are either living by the law or not. Yep. When they die, they go to covered place, Sheol, yep. mm-hmm. and there are sort of degrees of punishment Two. there. Prison Two. paradise. Prison paradise. Yep. That's written in the scripture. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then after he's saying, I can be sure, but to fulfill. So when he fulfills it, one heaven and earth do pass away. Right. There's a new heaven and new That's earth. That's right. With a new Jerusalem. With a new Jerusalem. And it sort of it sort of inverts. So the heaven if Jerusalem is the kingdom, oh. Jerusalem, brick and mortar Jerusalem was part of this first yeah. kingdom. That was the That was the kingdom. Yeah. And now we and in fulfillment you go to that Jerusalem. The kingdom. new Jerusalem, which is above. And that's like heaven, technically. Right. And you only get in there by faith in Christ. And there's only that, though. So before there's the kingdom and there's the covered place, mm-hmm. now it's just the kingdom, which is New Jerusalem. That's right. The covered place has been victoriously overcome by Christ. Mm-hmm. And so it emptied out anybody who was in there upon his return. Jesus. We're out of time. Wait, I want to. Keep going. The kingdom of heaven, when they say the kingdom of heaven is at hand, then it means that new Jerusalem is coming, is is going to exist soon. That's right. Okay. And what, so again, two places and God into just one place with God. One place with God in the kingdom, the new Jerusalem, but outside of it. It might be akin to the prison part that we had before, which was the covered place. Right, right, Yeah, right. that might be akin to... Yeah. Some segregation within Segregation. That. But there isn't a... Sep- there isn't like something... I'm trying to identify. There was two separate places. Kingdom was here. This Materially. Materially. In Jerusalem. And there was a covered place. The translation doesn't have like a second place. If there's a new Jerusalem, there isn't a sort of second place. No. That we're living in here. Only in, we're still on this earth, just like there was earth in the first kingdom. There's earth on the second. In the first kingdom, you died, you went to the covered place. Mm-hmm. This one, you die and you go to the heavenly realm, either the new Jerusalem yeah. or outside of it. But the earth at the old time was a part of God's, was a kingdom. It was only the kingdom of the Jews. It didn't pertain to anybody outside of it. It was an earth, but there was only one kingdom. It was the nation of Israel. They were his chosen people through whom the prophets and the Messiah came. So only Jerusalem, their headquarters, and only Israel were part of that kingdom. So there's there's separation between God, material kingdom, and like reward and punishment in the afterlife. Are you talking about now? Pre- no, pre-fulfillment. Pre-fulfillment. There's separation. There's God separate from material law, separate from punishment and reward for living that. And then it's all sort of dissolved into one thing because of Jesus. Yeah. But it seems to be the one thing that it dissolves into has similar properties to what existed before. Just spiritually. Yeah. Just spiritually. So the like 
it would be likened to if it's a new Jerusalem, the law in the old Jerusalem was abolished. Abolished. What's the law in the new Jerusalem? Love. Love. Faith and, and love. So living now, you call it a proving ground, but it's like is it us trying to live out what the New Jerusalem is? We're, we are citizens of that New Jerusalem Currently. by spirit. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. but we haven't received the full membership until we die and enter it. Okay. Yeah. All right. You so we're participating in it now. Oh, yeah. Spiritually. Okay. That's our kingdom. Okay. Our kingdom's not of this earth. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Sorry, I belabored. Great questions. Right. But... Okay, Whoa! Well, we'll stop. She must be my daughter. <laughs> Look, I got a head nod. <laughs> I almost got a head touch. <laughs> okay, we will stop. Great stuff. That one. We were recording, so we're all good. Until next time. <laughs>